0: Look at this. Warning. The Winchester Winches use adult language and discuss adult topics. In other words, we sound like sailors in the middle of Fleet Week. Son of a bitch! If you are easily offended, stop listening now. Seriously, we won't apologize or warn you again.
1: Hey, hang Hangman is coming
0: down from the gallows and I don't have very long. We're so screwed. Welcome to the Winchester Winches podcast with T Squared. We talk about all things Winchester and supernatural related. Sam! When has death ever stopped the Winchester? I found a liquor store, and and I drank it. I'm proud of us. Welcome to the Winchester Winches. I am T. I am other T. And holy shit balls!
1: Well, they certainly were raising hell, huh?
0: <laughs> right. Okay, so um, we're we're gonna do this exactly right. Uh, we're not gonna get we're not gonna get ahead of ourselves this time. Uh, we're gonna talk about episode two of season fifteen of Supernatural called "Raising Hell." Uh, it was written by Buck Lemming, Buck <laughs> Brad Buckner, and uh, Eugenie Ross Lemming, uh, and of course directed by Robert Singer. And Singer. Uh, it said Dean, Castiel, and Sam call on Rowena. To uh, help keep the evil souls at bay and get an unexpected, unexpected assist by catch. Of course, they left out that uh, we were gonna get uh, Kevin Tran back this episode. And... and 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 well, hold on. But we knew Kevin okay. was gonna be here because it was leaked. It you know th- they did the spoiler and let everybody know he was gonna be there. But they didn't tell us that Amara was gonna be back. Yeah, she was, and she was a badass. I know. I love her now. She's like my favorite person.
1: Oh, we got so much going on with that freaking stuff, man. I'm like, uh, <laughs> this episode was a full of a lot of stuff and um, lots of stuff.
0: And and okay, you know, I I realize first of all, I spend a lot of time and and in, in our pre show, uh, session that we <laughs> we have every time before we record. I said, what the fuck, Chuck, a lot, Um, because sending Kevin to hell after he just vouched for you with the Winchesters, that's kind of a dick move. So, what the fuck, Chuck? There's a lot of dick move from Chuck. Oh, I know. You are preaching to the choir. Turn that pulpit around. Like a lot. Um, But I still, I can't help it. He's kind of still funny. You know, the whole, what, do I have a booger? Um and the uh, you know did you did you smite my masseuse eh, you know eh, sorry eh, you know my bad um <laughs> uh, but I really like Amara she is the typical big sister you know what I'm saying oh my god I laughed so hard when she was doing yoga <laughs> <laughs> yeah um,
1: she's trying to find her center
0: <laughs> what was that yoga is karate for what for lazy what well, karate for lazy people or some shit was oh i don't remember <laughs> but um i was very excited to see emily swallow back and i okay so this was discussed pre show but but for all you out there that don't get to be around for pre show i said i would love it if amara came back and saved the day and dean and amara amara ended up together <laughs> that would just tickle me no end, um, because, uh, you know, if anybody could keep him safe, <laughs> it's Amara, right? Um, she take care. She take good care of him. <laughs> yeah, she and and she'd take care of Cass and Sam too because they mean something to Dean, you know. So, but anyway, I I I love her, and I think it's great that she's gonna be the SmackDown artist. Um, because remember we discussed this and I don't know at what point we discussed it. I just know it has been discussed on the show prior. Uh we talked about maybe we all should have listened to Amara. Mm-hmm. You know, she warned us about Chuck. She said he was a petulant narcissist. Um he you know, she told us all that and she tried to spam. Emily him. Posted huh?
1: it. Emily even posted it. Was it Emily's her name?
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> she even
1: she even posted the the scene.
0: <laughs> yeah, and was like,
1: listen to me now, didn't she?
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, so I'm hoping I'm hoping that she ends up getting to be the Smackdown artist on this. Um, and before we go any further, I would like to mention that I was not happy with the previews for next week. If they kill Ro, everybody, I've got the torches <laughs> and the pitchforks. We can storm the castle. Um. Anyway, uh, I think
1: Rowena will be in it till the end. I don't know that she'll survive the whole show.
0: I think she'll be in it to the end. I hope. I hope. Um, I mean, cause I, I really do love Ruthie. She's and... there.
1: She's there. Well, not I mean, besides the fact how much we love Ruth, but she's their only power, really.
0: Yeah. Well, Cass, but he couldn't even heal, dude. Cass
1: doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Well, that, see that that was another thing. Uh, why couldn't Cass? Heal him. Yeah. It was just an iron bullet. It wasn't like it was from the Excalibur or whatever the hell they call it, or Equalizer. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Yeah, so what's the uh, fuck? That's
1: what I'm wondering. I'm like, well, God is losing power. Is his angel's going to lose power now?
0: Oh. Oh. Mm. Okay, that mm. is kind of, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Is heaven going to lose power now because the angels are losing power? Well, the fact that, hey, I was just going to say, heaven was already falling apart. Um, We already knew that because uh, we've already bitched about the fact that they fucked that whole thing up. You know, I mean. Oh,
1: we know Mama Winchester's in heaven because Cass found her, remember?
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Cass
1: went up to check on her.
0: Yeah, okay. That was a pre-show discussion, y'all. We were talking about the fact that if Chuck sent Kevin... To hell did he send Mary there too? Um, mm. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a really fucking dick move. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, we we had a whole lot of talking uh, before the show before we started recording. Um, I I liked the fact I liked how they brought Kevin back. You know, we had said all along that we we were anxious to see. Uh, familiar faces coming back as long as they did it correctly. And I think they did this correctly, even though they showed us just exactly what kind of a dick Chuck is. Um, but on the flip side of that, Kevin was kind of a badass in hell, right? Because everybody thought he must be really bad if God Himself sent him there. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he, but oh, we also discovered that Rowena once dated Jack the Ripper.
1: Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) Which was Lane Davies. I was so excited when I saw him. He's, uh, for those of you who aren't old enough to know who he is, he was Mason Lockwood on Santa Barbara back in the day.
0: Oh, yeah, and you're a big Santa Barbara fan.
1: I was a big Santa Barbara fan. Oh, I loved Mason and Julia. He quoted (laughs) Shakespeare. Oh,
0: speaking (laughs) of Shakespeare... (laughs)
1: There was nothing bad there.
0: So I just have to say this. This is a Terry tangent, maybe, but I have to bring this up. So I've been recording this book, and it was due um, Tuesday the 15th. Oopsie. No, I got it done. I mean, I wasn't late. I have never been late on a book. Um She's
1: but, just tired. <laughs> yeah.
0: But um, when I recorded it, I knew it was wrong. Okay, I knew it was wrong, but you, but as a narrator, you have to read what is written. Okay, that's the golden rule of being a narrator. You have to read what's written, whether it's wrong or not. Now, I change stuff when it's an obvious typo, okay? Right. Like, for instance, uh, in one sentence, she said Office Johnson instead of Officer Johnson. You know, she left the R off the end. Um, and I changed it and said Officer Johnson to fix that, because it was an obvious typo. Uh, there was another place where uh, he turned to her with a grin. Okay, well, she left out the uh, so it was just, he turned to her with grin. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I fixed that. Obviously, that was a typo. But this, this just blew my mind. Um, in chap- in a chapter, she says that, sh- she says he quoted Shakespeare. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. And I went, that's not fucking Shakespeare. That is no. Elizabeth Barrett Browning. Hello. Everybody knows that. Well, not obviously not everybody because she didn't. Um, But that bugged me. But I read it because that's the way, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it was written. So. Um, <clears throat> it and it bugged me, and it bugged me, and it bugged me, and her editor missed it too, huh? Apparently, um, and apparently, so apparently, her and her editor don't know <laughs> that it wasn't Shakespeare that said that. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so <laughs> it bugged me so bad, and then when I was editing that chapter and I came across it again of course I had gotten over it and then I came across it again in editing and went (laughs) so when I turned in the book I sent her an email that was just like a small the subject line was a small goof right (laughs) because I couldn't let it go I had to point it out to her because I was like look if I say something to her and she refuses to change it then I did my due diligence and then you know but you can bet your sweet ass if she had not wanted me to fix it i would have told everybody that bought a copy of that book i would have said that's on her not me i know it's elizabeth barrett browning okay <laughs> i mean i would have i would have told everybody um and she, she was say, like oh, my, oh my yeah she was like oh my god thank you for catching that i'm i can't believe that yes definitely change that you <laughs> know so is that's she
1: traditional or is she uh indie
0: uh, yeah she's an indie yeah. Oh, that's good. She can re upload her book with the correction. <laughs> well that's I don't the worst. I, when you know worst. it's a
1: traditional or, or an actual publishing house that they won't fix something and you're like, Oh dude, it's it's wrong. Fix it. Just just fix it. And they're like, eh, it's you have to go back into Yeah. <laughs> edits and they won't do it. And I'm like, Oh my God, are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, she's an indie, um, and the book is yeah, we can old. Fix it easy. I mean, the book, the copyright on the book, uh, the original copyright, I think, is like 2001. But it was reprinted in um, 05 and again in uh, 2014.
1: So, uh, I mean... Nobody caught it that Yeah, I'm just
0: saying three times and nobody caught it. Um, Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But anyway, so... It's going to be fixed, and uh, I'm not going to look like an idiot. But anyway, so that was my mission yesterday. It was like, look, you know, I don't mean to be picky, uh, but... But I'm going to be picky. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because I'm the one... If you're
1: quoting quoting somebody.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, now, it would have been different, okay, if the character had said, like Shakespeare said, blah, blah, blah right because then you can say that the 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 character didn't know yeah but it was in her narration part in her narrative you know he quoted shakespeare and then what he said so hello that was wrong <laughs> um and i like i said i didn't mean to be nitpicky but hello come in lady i'm you know i'm the one when i'm reading it and you know because it, I even asked in one of the groups I'm in. I was like, here's a question for all you people that listen. First of all, this is what happened. The, the, you know, should I say anything to her or you know, let it go? And if you heard it in a book, would it bug you as much as it bugs me? And would you blame the narrator or would you know that it, we have to read what's written? And then no, the- nobody ever blames the narrator usually. Oh, you'd be surprised at how many people go, yeah, I would blame the narrator because you should have caught that shit. I'm like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> it's not us. We didn't write the shit. We just read it. So anyway, so that's what I've been dealing with for the past couple of days. So that's one of those questions. If you are into audiobooks, I want to know what everybody thinks. If if you're into audiobooks, if you had caught it when it came out, would you have blamed me or would you have known it was the author's doing because I did due diligence and I said this is the goof would you know she could have said no no leave it and I'd have had to leave it because it's her work you know mm-hmm. so uh anyway so would you blame the narrator or would you know it's the author and I want everybody to comment on our Facebook page or tweet us or something and let me know what you think or comment on Podbean I don't care just let us know somewhere Speaking of speaking of somebody letting us know something, so we have a new listener and we want to say hi to Aubrey, because hi Aubrey Aubrey, because she found us today on Spotify Spotify and she said she's only listened to episode one but she is hooked and she found us on Facebook she found the uh, Winchester Winches podcast page on Facebook. And she told us that she was hooked. And, of course, I said, welcome to the madness. And I told her she should join the group. And immediately there was a request to join the group from Aubrey, and I accepted it. Uh, so you can be like Aubrey. You you can find us on Facebook. Winchester on Winchester. Friend. Huh? Do what? sister friend. Say rock on, sister friend. <laughs> you just wanted to hear me say that again, you ass. Yeah, Yeah, I wanted to hear you say it three times. Uh, anyway, uh, so, uh, find us on Facebook, uh, Winchester Winches podcast, and there's a group, Winchester Winches, and we will, you know, let us know you listen to the podcast. We'll accept your friend, your, your friend request, your, uh, request to join the group and you can be like Aubrey. Um, and, and, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to say this. Join the fun. Yeah. Aubrey, if you want to join the fun, (laughs) You can host you. You too could be a co-host one time on an episode of uh, the Winchester Witches podcast. Uh, it has to be. You know, you might have to end up filling in for uh, Courtney though. I keep wanting to call her Becky. I know, um, but because <laughs> because Courtney uh, sorry, said Courtney, Courtney was going <laughs> to join us tonight, but she left her headphones at work, um, and so she's going to do it next week. She says, but it, she always says next week, and next week never comes. You know, it's like tomorrow. Tomorrow, I we love don't believe it. you anymore, yeah, you know, we don't believe you anymore, Becky. I mean, Courtney. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, of course, I say that she's gonna, you know, she might just show up and drug us and, uh, you know, take us to Vegas. <laughs> I don't know. Uh,
1: she's gonna she's gonna handcuff us to a bed,
0: yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know. You never know. Yeah, right. I love them. Chester went. Went, she's all over her notebook, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 remember what we talked about last week? About the the jersey, oh yeah, my, oh, my daughters God. ordered it for me. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas, Mama. Early. Merry Christmas to me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, did you get one? No,
1: I, oh. had to, I had to buy my brother's Christmas present, so I didn't have any fun money left.
0: Aww. Okay. Well, yeah. the next time he it comes listen, up, he doesn't listen. But
1: he's going to see uh, Kevin Smith <laughs> in a uh, local thing here. He loves Kevin Smith.
0: Oh, that's cool. Okay, well, the next time they're available, you're getting one, even if I have to buy it myself. No. Uh, Speaking of buying things myself, my check next month for my royalty check for my books is is it pretty? So far, it's bigger than my regular paycheck. My month it so far, you know the months it's for the month of October, and we're only halfway through October, so it could get bigger. But right now, it's so big, it's bigger than my. What I make on my real job. Your day job? <laughs> yeah, on my day I job. Know. Yeah. So if well, I could safe. do that, if I could do that every month, you bet you I'd be, yeah. <laughs> She'd be banking some money. Yeah, buddy. Okay, so anyway, back to the show. All right. Now, I liked a lot of things about the episode. There mm-hmm. were a few things that I kind of frowned about because, <laughs> like, at the end when he, when uh, Belphegor... Opened the the thing for Kevin. Yeah, he had already said he couldn't fix it. So yep. if he opened it, does that mean people can come out now?
1: Is, I don't know. You know, is
0: there a big hole in there? That... Dude, I don't trust Malphigore at all. No, and see, okay, that's another thing. We we deserve spankings, and we will wait in line if Jensen will perform said spankings. Um. Yeah, I said that. I, I wait all night. Yeah, I, wait I, night. I, I will wait a <laughs> long time and 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 would even accept some hair pulling, <laughs> you know, and I'll call you daddy. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> well, anyway. no, I, won't, I won't do the daddy, but
1: I, I will accept the hair pulling. That's for sure. Okay, so
0: here's the thing. We should have done our research. But as we said last week, first of all, we were still go, gaga over the show. Okay, we were still uh, holy shit balls, amaze balls, you know, everything about it. Um, and we, and besides that, we didn't even know what his name was. We, we couldn't tell we what they it. said. Yeah. So we now know, uh, thanks to Laura in the Winchester Winches, we knew after we'd already recorded that his name was Belphegor. Um, and we did, I looked him up. Uh, but again, this was it's after a damn the show. It was close
1: to Balthazar, man.
0: Yeah. It really was. <laughs> uh, it was really close to Balthazar. Um, Anyway, and uh our boys from the crossroads supernatural the crossroads podcast they talked about him uh but like i said i had I had already looked him up after Laura gave us his name um mm-hmm. I did some reading about him, but it was after we had recorded the podcast but to let everybody know in case you don't listen to uh our boys because we love supernatural the crossroads um uh, and they gave us a bunch of information about Belphagor in the latest episode of their podcast. But um, I looked it up, and from Wikipedia, uh, in demonology, Belphagor or Belphagor, uh, which is the Hebrew pronunciation, or no, I'm sorry, or Belphagor. And then in Hebrew, I have no idea how I'm going to pronounce it, but I, so I'm not even going to try. But Lord of the Gap, and Gap is in, the G is capitalized so do they mean the store? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. It says, is a demon and one of the seven princes of hell who helps people make discoveries. And is that not what he's been doing? You know? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. He seduces people by suggesting to them ingenious inventions that will make them rich. And according to Bishop and Witch Hunter Peter Bensfield, he believed that Belphegor tempted tempts people by means of laziness and also according to Peter Bensfield's Bensfield's classification of demons, Belfagor is the chief demon of the deadly sin known as sloth in Christian tradition.
1: And God of the Gap is a theological perspective in which gaps in scientific knowledge are taken to be evidence or proof of God's existence.
0: Oh, well, thank you. i'm I would I, I was having fun thinking he was Lord of the store. You just sorry. you just screwed that up for me. um, but anyway, he uh he also <laughs> he, he he was worshipped in the form of a phallus. <laughs> so the little line last week, um when he was in the car, sitting in the, when he was in baby sitting behind um <laughs> uh, Dean in baby. And he said that about, in his day, what was the line? We were all worshipping this giant rock that looked like a huge penis. That was <laughs> him. They were worshipping him. <laughs> that
1: was his rock. <clears throat>
0: yeah, that was his rock. So anyway, um, and it's this is also cool. Um, there's a philodromic <laughs> prime number that's known as Belphegor's prime due to uh the significance that the number uh has six 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 in the middle of the number and on both sides it's enclosed by thirteen zeros and a one. So yeah, it's one the thirteen zero is
1: probably peeing
0: themselves about that one. Yeah. It's it's one, thirteen zeros, six, 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 thirteen zeros, and one. So there you go. And and this was something that I found uh kind of funny, and I don't even know why I find it funny, but I do. And it says according to de Plancy's Dictionnaire Infernal, Belphegor was Hell's Ambassador to France. And it says consequently, his adversary is Saint Mary Magdalene, one of the patron saints of France. (laughs) (laughs) So, I just want to say that Belphegor seems like uh, There's a whole bunch of story there that they could delve into right. while he's wearing Jack for a meat suit. <laughs> <sighs> but I really would like Jack back.
1: Ben's failed classification of demons. Lucifer is pride. Mammon is greed. Asmodeus is lust.
0: The really? Was
1: envy. I did, the I did... is gluttony. Satan is wrath. And Belphegor is sloth. <laughs>
0: Asmodeus. So we've seen most of them. (laughs) Yeah, Asmodeus is lust. I'm sorry, I did not find anything lusty about Colonel Sanders. I'm sorry, I didn't. Although, Jeffrey, uh, uh, what's his last name? The guy Uh, that played uh, Asmodeus. God bless a milk cow. He is gorgeous.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's been in some things.
0: He is. Oh, yeah, he's lustworthy. That's for damn sure. Anyway and i and I'm gonna get to see him. He's gonna be at Jack's Con. <laughs> Is he yes, yes yes, 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 he is okay. and and he's one i'm i mean now you're now you're making me go, wait a minute, is he <laughs> don't be like that, don't do me that way um Sorry. yeah, yeah, and he's one of the people that I get to get his autograph he's no. he's on my sil- yeah he's on my silver ticket, so yeah, yes. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> Thank Chuck. Whatever Very you want to say. Yeah. What the fuck, Chuck? Um. Anyway, and uh, so that's Belfagor. That's the guy wearing Jack for a meat suit right now.
1: Yeah. There's uh. A... Oh no! I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I don't trust
0: him. Oh, and you know, just him. as an aside, there's also an Austrian band named Belfagor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's your trivia lesson. With, there, uh, yeah,
0: there's your trivia lesson for the day. You know, so, you know, whatever the lore uh, that they're going to use in the show. And usually they stick pretty close to it. If you recall, one of the last ones that we looked up and went into depth about was the uh Ouroboros. And turns out, guess what? <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm just saying. Um. Also, today I saw an article. Wasn't it Laura that posted the article about the uh, episode with Jensen singing? Ugh, yes. Um. And do kill me. You're gonna kill me. One of the spoilers. I think it was. Uh. Now that. Oh, who was it that said that in the article? Was it Bob Singer that said? Um. That it they they the song they were gonna sing is from another well known show about brothers. You know, another well known pair of brothers.
1: It's a bit of a spoiler, Dab says, but it's a very well known. Oh, it was song Dab. Okay. TV brothers. Any any guesses?
0: Yeah. Okay. So um, I know that they're cousins. I'm fully aware that they're cousins. They're not brothers. But I'm thinking Andrew Dab probably doesn't know that Bo and Luke Duke were mm-hmm. not brothers. And I'm thinking it's probably going to be the Duke of Dukes of Hazard song, the Good Old Boys song by Waylon Jennings. <laughs> I could be wrong. I could be completely. Well, I mean,
1: Christian likes the country stuff. Though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Those I. I lo- uh, you know Obviously, what? Jensen does. If you've been watching Radio and Co. and he's trying to kill me.
0: Um. <laughs> and Sam in in Winchester Winches, Sam said, um, that uh, Chris, Chris uh, Christian Kane's version of Looking Back Texas was really good. And I had not ever heard it. So once I read her comment, I went and looked it up. It is pretty darn good. Christian's um, kind of delicious. Yeah. Yeah, have you heard that? Mm-mm. Oh yeah. He he doesn't do it exactly the way uh Wayland did it. Well, you know, everybody's got their own little spin on stuff. Um and and uh I encourage everybody to go look it up. I'm just saying because yeah, it was <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying it is and there's um just just because I'm going to point out to you that there is a live version of him doing it on stage on YouTube. Oh. And that I one to look that up. Yeah, that one where he says um because he says the first line, you know, the mm-hmm. only thing in life, there's only two things in life that make it worth living. Um and uh it just the way he speaks that on stage is oh wow. <laughs>
1: Ladies and gentlemen, if you've never watched Leverage, I highly advise going to take a spin through watching yeah he's
0: leverage. He's quite yummy. I'm just saying, yeah, you know, he's he's very, very Elliot yummy
1: on leverage is delicious. He's also very good on the librarians, but that's a little campier.
0: Should but, I play uh, should I leverage? play part of oh. Looking back
1: Texas for y'all?
0: should um, I should I play part I will
1: not have a trouble
0: with it if you want to, ok. well, if you don't have any problems with it, um, I could do that.
1: You know, there's only two things in life that make it worth living: as guitars are tuned good and firm feeling women. I don't need my name in the marquee lights. I've got my song. And I've got you.
0: Like
1: a happy to go.
0: Okay, so see it's it's very upbeat. It is not the the looking back Texas you know it's not your mama's looking back Texas, you know? Oh it's yeah, yeah that's it's, very Christian. That's yeah. very Christian. Yeah. So and and but the way on stage that he says uh uh there's only two things in life that make it worth living. That's Mm-mm. guitar you know, it's guitars that tune good and firm feeling women. And he just kind of <laughs> points out at the audience and all the women in the audience are screaming. It's <laughs> Oh God. yeah, he's hot. He is ha hot. hot, hot. Anyway. He's in
1: a movie with Rachel Miner. Oh, he is? Mm-hmm. They play like a, a Bonnie and Clyde kind of couple that are like
0: Interesting. super
1: like off the reservation and crazy and just, oh. Uh, yeah, well. Rachel posted it because uh, she's like, if you want to see who taught me how to do stunts, that would be Mr. Christian Crane in Hidden, I think the name of the book is, name of the book, sorry, name of the <laughs> name of the movie. It was obviously a uh, an indie film but oh sweet baby ray. Oh, that'll it... do, that'll do, that'll do.
0: <laughs> okay, so now we've really gotten off on a tangent. So no, let's get let's get back to tangent. the episode. This one wasn't just this wasn't just a Terry tangent. This was a T squared tangent. I didn't do this all by myself. This
1: is we know all the trivia, that's I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, you know. Uh yeah. Anyway, so uh then we get back to the show and we say Things like we found out that Roe dated Jack the Ripper. Whoa. Uh yeah, right. Um, I think it's great that they're looking at Roe and Ketch as a couple. <laughs> that, that was, was just, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and then Dean interrupted them.
0: Yeah. And it was like, Hello, Dean, when she answers the <laughs> phone. It's it's great. Um, what and Dean going, What's with you two? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because even Ketch is asking him before.
1: Yeah. So tell me about the witch. And he's like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yep. Anyway. So that so... was our nice little uh, our giggle. Because, you know, it's supernatural. We need to give a little bit of comedic. Right. Just to breathe.
0: Right. Because so much is going on, you know. Now, I noticed in the ghosties, in this little area that they've got cordoned off uh, and got them quarantined, Um, we saw Lizzie Borden again. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we saw a lot of the same ghosts that we had seen, but Gacy was gone.
1: Yeah, I didn't see him. Maybe he doesn't like to play well with others.
0: Maybe he doesn't. Um, but uh, I thought that was kind of weird. It, you know what I'm saying? It, the fact that they yeah, had he was in there, that yeah. last week. Um, but uh, uh, maybe they just maybe you know they just thought that was just one too many. You know, I don't know.
1: That dude that was like uh had really shorn. St- short hair. I saw him at the side of my eye at first and I thought it was Azazel. I was like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I saw that guy, too, and
0: went,
1: <gasps> I Because I'm, like, wondering if they're going to bring back yellow
0: eyes. It seems like that would be a thing. Well, except, here's the thing, okay? We, we have, have to... to kill, I got killed by the the cult, so I don't know. Well, he was a demon. And yeah. demons and angels go cold. to the empty. That's true. So, technically, Azazel is not... In, was not in hell to get turned loose if Chuck snapped his fingers and opened the gates of hell. Uh, technically Azazel is in should be in the empty because he's a demon that got killed. Of course of course, let's go back even further because they really fucked up the lore when they brought up the empty because, you know, originally that's where everybody went was purgatory. That's where monsters go when they die. That's where demon you know, demons and mm-hmm. So it, it, it they they really I'm really upset with how many times they fucked up our lore. I really am. I mean that's one that's the only thing that irritates me about the show is what how often they change canon and don't stick to it. But everything else I love. So that's that yeah, you know, you, like know, you can college. put up, you can put up with a couple of things that tick you off if you love everything else and that's one of the mm. you know, that ticks me off. So, but but I put up with it because I love everything else about the show. Um and and it's just confusing to me. But it bugs me. It's like that, you know, if I know it's not right, it bugs me. It's like that Shakespeare thing and, you know, when I knew it was in <laughs> you know Elizabeth Barrett Browning, it just it bugs me <laughs> because I know it's right. You know, you know, I know I'm right and they're wrong and it bugs me. So, it's not it's not that I hate it. Hmm. Well, I mean, 15 years and retcon, and how many, how many, how many different freaking showrunners have we had? So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you would think, okay, look, if they hired me, right, to do, to do a show, to, uh, to produce and be an executive producer, showrunner on a show that had however many past seasons, right? Say it was a 10 season show, right? And they say, um, we want you to come in and start work in two weeks. Okay. For that two weeks, I'm going to binge watch the first ten seasons. Because that's my homework, you know?
1: Yeah, that's what I would do, too.
0: But apparently, everybody doesn't think like me and you. Um, no, is you know. different, too, so. Do what? is different. They just juggle around. Well, yeah. I mean, but like, okay, perfect example. I went into work the other day, and when I got there, there's a uh stapled... Couple of pa- uh, pieces of paper stapled together with all kinds of information about a nonprofit uh, charity group in the area, uh, and we are going to be running spots for them. Okay, and they're, they're they they want to buy some spots, but we're giving them you know free ones too. And my the note that my boss put on it was, Terry, I need you to read this and write a spec spot for them. A spec spot for anybody not in the business, a spec spot is when somebody has not bought advertising with you yet, you do a spec spot and the salesperson takes it to the advertiser and says, you know, this is what we can do for you. Okay, so uh, I read all of the paperwork that for a 30-second spot, okay, which in all caps, uh, size 12 font is uh, Arial. Uh, size 12 font, all caps, is seven and a half lines. So all I had to write was a paragraph about this company. But I read the these three pages, front and back. I looked them up on the internet to find out information that wasn't in that little packet because for some reason, they did not include uh, contact information, you know, or anything like that. So I looked it up so that I could put it in the spot. Um And I wrote a, well, actually it ended up being 34 seconds, but I wrote a spec spot and produced it and emailed it to the person, to to our uh, salesperson, so they could take it out there. Now, did I go a little overboard? Maybe, but they're going to buy, you know, based on that commercial I wrote. So apparently I did my job correctly. And if I was the showrunner of a show that had been on the air for 10 seasons or however many seasons, I would do my homework. You would think. Yeah. So I'm just saying that, uh, you know, <laughs> there's been some balls dropped along the way. Um, <clears throat> but they make well, I me mean, you know.
1: That, that kid that did scene, uh, he went and watched the first five seasons. So we got Bean down. I thought that was
0: good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what is his name? Uh, Everett. His last name is Everett. Um, crud. What is his name? <laughs> n- n- okay, that's one of those. It- I should know this because I love him. I I think I even follow him on Twitter. Uh, that's one is of it my Cole
1: Everett. Is it Cole?
0: No, Chad Everett is the older, the one that played the older him. In the episode with the the uh, male witch that played poker and took away the years, mm. that guy was named Chad Everett. Um, uh, and but and they're not related. I just they just happen to have the last same last name. Um, now that's uh, what the <laughs> that is it, like, that's gonna yeah. bug me. I I know. On his... IMDb, I'm like, what season was it that he had that Dylan Dylan team? Everett Dylan Everett? There you go. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Dylan. Yeah. Um. And he, like you said, he did his homework, and you can tell. You know, when you watch that episode, he's got the Jensen Dean mannerisms down pat. You know, even right? to even to and the, the tilt of swagger. his head. Yeah, the, yeah the 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 arrogant tilt of his head. The when he's arguing with Tina. Uh, isn't that wasn't that her name? Tina. Uh, yeah. Uh. In the when they're locked up and he's through the hole in the wall and they're talking and she's like I just thought you were uh, a drunk blah and he says I prefer the term functioning alcoholic thank you (laughs) you know I mean that that was Jensen's Dean you know but but Dylan did a such a great job playing our Jensen Dean (laughs) you know I mean. Um did his homework.
1: He did his homework. It did his homework, homework. Really and, and it
0: would have come across so much better had uh passed showrunners. And see, the thing, I guess maybe the reason it aggravates me so bad over it is that all of them worked on the show for seasons and seasons before they were moved up. And it's like they forgot everything on the seasons that that they weren't running. So... Yes, I'm looking at you, Sarah Gamble. Yes, I'm looking <laughs> at you, Jeremy Carver, and you, Andrew Dabb. And, you know, all of them. I mean, Andrew Dabb's been on the show since the beginning. He was a writer on the show.
1: I know. I'm, hey. I, know, yeah, p- preaching know, to the choir.
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but, uh, I mean, that's one of those things that I could harp on it all day. But why? You know, you... It, it it's i still love the show and i'm still going to watch the show so you know it doesn't do any good to bitch so i'm not going to keep bitching about it um but i love that uh i really hope that they hook row and catch up and it doesn't just you know continue to be flirting i hope we see kevin again uh we said in the pre in the pre show uh chat that we had i said i'd like to see him in the bunker When they get back, when they finally get back to the bunker. However, he shouldn't be able to get in the bunker because of the warding. So it'd be kind of funny if he was just, you know, kind of hanging around outside like, what took you guys so long? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I am excited about how they're sticking to this, you know, because they could have, like you and everybody else had said at some point, you were worried about them just bringing people back just to be bringing people back. Right. And I love I wanted to see Kevin back so bad because he's one of the characters that I think, you know, they uh killed just to kill. You yeah. know, Kevin it and was Charlie. A shock thing. Yeah, Kevin and Charlie, they killed just for the shock value. And um I'm glad to see Kevin back. Uh and I like the way they did it. Um as much as I would love to see Charlie, our Charlie back. I don't want her to have been in hell all this time. Yeah, no, I don't. So yeah, I mean that's. I
1: don't think she would go down there, but who knows?
0: I mean, yeah, I mean Chuck, you know, know the what the fuck, or... Chuck? <laughs> you it's never know. <laughs>
1: apply to anybody these days.
0: Yeah, you know, um, but this this one had the feel of, and I know, I know they're all probably going to be a lot. Of, uh, you know, like a monster of the week kind of thing because everybody's out and loose. You know, then they're having to hunt everybody down again. But that's, you know, it had that kind of feel to it this time. Um, A monster of the week episode. And it was the boys versus Jack the Ripper. And did you see the look on Dean's face when he was told it was Jack the Ripper? Yeah, but, he didn't know. I was like,
1: if that was Sam,
0: he would have known. Right. Sam would have known immediately. <laughs> Um, but the look on Dean's face when he realized he had shot Jack the Ripper, you know, it's like, oh, Jack the Ripper too? I killed Hitler. Now I've shot Jack the Ripper. I, you know I mean? And he was like, oh, uh, cool. Yeah, cool. Like, what? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that... I think this, this built a lot of stuff. Some people
1: are kind of underwhelmed when they were watching in our little group, and I get it. It's not super exciting, but they're building so much story that... that I didn't look down for 45 minutes while I was watching. I'm like, that's for me, that's aces. That's a good enthralling show. If mm-hmm. you're not paying attention to the time and all of a sudden, like
0: the show's almost over and you're like, God damn
1: it, what happened?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> Lori called me um, 10 minutes in. I mean, right before the first commercial break. And I, I was, when the phone started did ringing. You, did you just slap the crap out of her? Her ringtone, <laughs> her ringtone is phenomena, Oh, Jesus. So when it started playing phenomena, I was like, what? She knows better, you know, and I jerked up the phone. I did not say hello. I said, I'm, I am said, Lori, I'm watching Supernatural. And she said, oh, I'll call you back. <laughs> you know, and she just hung up. She didn't make me hang up on her. <laughs> and when it went to commercial break, I called her and she was like, how far in? I had completely forgot about it, you know, because she watches it the next day or whatever on DVR. And, and she's had a rough couple of days. So, I mean, she has a lot of medical problems and she's spent a couple of days like, you know, one of them. She spent all day at the emergency room, and Aww. you know, so I mean, she's had a rough couple of days. So I can forgive her for forgetting it was Thursday night. Um, and she was like, "Oh, I'll I'll go watch it, and maybe I can catch up." And I think she might have been going to join us if she got caught up. But, um, anyway, she uh just wanted, you know, she just wanted to chat. So when she realized when I called her back, she was like. I thought you were watching Supernatural. I said, it's in a commercial break. What'd you need? <laughs> She's like, no, no, I just wanted to chat. I was like, oh, well, that ain't going to happen right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, but she she uh, texted me a few times during the thing, uh, during the show. And, you know, I was kind of surprised by her opinions of things. Um, oh, oh, she said, did you notice that Ketch didn't tuck the necklace under The rifle strap. When he put the iron necklace on, uh, he didn't put it, (laughs) you know, under the rifle strap. And then, of course, when he got knocked on the head, it fell off, and that's how he was able to be possessed. Uh, But she, yeah, she noticed it before they showed us showed us him getting (laughs) knocked on the back of the head and getting possessed. She texted me and was, you know, did you notice that? So she always, no, so, you know, if we'd have noticed that, we'd have know that we'd have known that shit was coming, is what I'm getting at, no. <laughs> you know, um. But she notices little things like that, so I, I like it when she watches it and texts during because then we can bring them up during the podcast. But anyway, um, the, yeah, there was a few uh, ladies, and I'm not gonna call y'all out, winches, um, uh, in the group that said they were kind of underwhelmed with this episode. And I wasn't, I I was, you know, I I liked the episode. Uh, For me, it was kind of fast paced. I loved the conversation with Cass and Dean, um, Hmm. you know, where Dean is having a hard time, man. Yeah, he is, you know, and he says, I'm angry about every damn thing. And and Cass is still trying to, you know, the same, um, you know, like Sam told him. You know we ha- we might have been rats in a maze, but we had the choice of whether to go right or left, and we took it. so, and Cass basically said the same thing, you know <laughs> um but but i like I like that Dean's having a hard
1: time I mean that's that's it's it's very Dean right. I mean, the the free will thing is very important for Dean that he made the choices that he made and that he wasn't a fucking puppet because he's so many times he's been no agency, you know Mm-hmm,
0: mhm. And so, and it's and it's very Sam. He'd never had agency. I mean, mm. yeah. And and it's very Sam and very Cass, uh, to be the ones trying to convince him that no, 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 we did. Um, you it may not look like it now, but we did. We did. Um, yeah. and but, Cass, you can really tell that Jack being dead is bothering Cass. Oh yeah, and. Definitely a thing. I, yeah, and, and it's bothering Cass more than it is, I mean, it bothered Dean, don't get me wrong. Um Well, he even said, he even mentioned it in the first episode, of the, essentially our kid.
1: Right. But he's also got mixed feelings because he killed Mary, so, you know. Right,
0: right. I was just going to say, you know, the that part of it is probably what has Dean and Sam dealing with him being gone a lot better than Cass is. Because Cass is not handling losing Jack nearly as well as Dean and Sam are.
1: Well, because Cass has screwed up so many things. That was the one thing that, you know, Mm -hmm. he was charged with taking care of this kid. And, you know,
0: he's he's fucked up a lot of things. I mean, I get it. And, you know, here was something else that I wanted to point out. When he died the first time... He was in heaven, and Cass found him with his mother. However, when he died at the end of season fourteen, he went to the empty. Now, I'm assuming that's because when he died and went to heaven with his and was there with his mother, he was human. He had lost his grace, All right? Uh, he didn't and, have a soul. And and you're right, right? And uh, no, he still had his soul when he was in heaven, because remember no, that was when they taught we, him to use his soul to bring himself back. So, um, and then whenever he died, when Chuck killed him, he went to the empty. I'm assuming again because he had his grace back and he was once again a Nephilim. Um, But this is bugging the shit out of me. I really want them to hurry up and have the conversation. Lisa buries Billy. Uh, I miss her. I want to see her on the show. And I want to know, <laughs> you know, when she told Jack we need to talk. Yeah. Yeah, about that. We need to talk, she said.
1: Yeah. You I mean, know. I don't know why they're hold. I mean, I know why they're holding off, because that's
0: going to be a big, big story
1: turn, but the, the fact that God made that equalizer
0: mm-hmm. just to take out Jack
1: for his storyline purposes, and then it hurt him,
0: mm-hmm. I think that's very important. Right. Now, here's the other thing. Sam said his shoulder was getting better, but and Amara said shoulder. Amara said that Chuck was getting worse. Yeah, well, so, you know Sam lies yeah, too. Oh, so well, yeah, oh well, yeah, you know Sam's not going to admit to Dean that his shoulder's getting worse. Um, but as soon as Chuck touched it, Sam was like, "Oh, mm-hmm." That's why I think
1: they're linked. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh shit." And you know, now that God knows he's kind of powerless, I think he's more I think Chuck's more of a trouble now. I think it's more dangerous because now he's going to be vindictive well, yeah, and he's like about a, it.
0: Yeah, he's like a wounded animal now, you know. He's he Yep. Yeah, he's right now think about it. Okay. He's just feeling
1: sorry for himself
0: right now. Well, he went to Reno. The the what what, what does it say the biggest small town in the world. Um he went to Reno, uh, to get Thinking Amara. He wanted Amara to to uh take him to another dimension, you know, uh, to one of his other Earths, and he wanted that because he can't do it on his own. Yeah, and he started. Well, and, he started. Well, he even the... said,
1: "Let's let's build one our own, a family project." "Yeah, like, what?
0: yeah." Well, see, here's the thing. And this is, you know, he did this in all the other worlds. Remember, we have that from um, alternate universe, Apocalypse Earth. Um, Michael saying, you know, that he destroyed every, every universe. He, you know, and then he left. So he's snapped his fingers. He started the apocalypse again in this one. And he was ready to leave before it got too bad. But his powers aren't strong enough for him to leave. He needs Amara to take him. And Amara is going to leave him stranded. Now, I'm just hoping she doesn't leave. I'm hoping she does something to save Dean. You know, because if she's going to do anything, it wouldn't be to save the earth. It would be to help Dean. Yeah. But right now, I think she's just like snubbing his nose in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, she's typical big sister. (laughs) You know, you made your bed lying it. Um, you know, and, and her saying, I've adapted, I've, that whole speech, yeah. yeah. I, I really like Amara now. I want her to, I really want her to be the one that knocks him down a peg or two. So. And we know that Billy can reap death, or reap God, so. Right. See, okay, I'm, I'm gonna say this right now, because I want everybody to know how bad it would piss me off. Because I watched Vampire Diaries. I did not like the way they ended that shit. I did not like that Stefan died. And, oh, a spoiler, spoiler alert. If you had never seen it, you might want to turn off. Um, That Stefan died saving everybody. And Damon just let him do it. The, you know, the whole fucking eight seasons, Damon was the big brother protecting Stefan, just like Dean protects Sam. And Damon just stood by and let him do that. I call bullshit, you know.
1: Well, there's a lot of bullshit at the end of Vampire Diaries, anyways, because yeah. Ian was such a freaking. He was pissed off that he couldn't carry the show in part.
0: Yeah, after Elena left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But my deal, my deal is they better not fucking do the same thing here. And I mean,. For some reason, I'm okay with both of them dying and going out in a blaze of glory and them ending the show that way. I wouldn't be as happy if Dean died, but I would be happy if Dean died saving Sam. Okay? Because that's what we've, you know, that's what's always happened for 15 seasons. But I do not want them to end it like they were, like Kripke was going to leave it with Sam in the cage and Dean, you know, I don't want that. I don't want, De- I do not want Sam to die and Dean go on. And I'm thinking that's what's going to happen. I'm thinking that's what D- uh, Jensen had a problem with and talked to Kripke about. And Kripke said, well, you know, if you think about it, it makes sense because that's the way it was going to end, you know, 10 seasons ago. And so I'm afraid that's how this is going to go down, is that Sam's going to die and Dean's going to not be able to do anything about it. So there you go. That's what I'm afraid of happening. I can <laughs> deal the other two. The other two ways I can deal, but I cannot deal with Sam dying and Dean not being able to save him.
1: Well, it would make for a good movie later. So he'd have to go find him and save him.
0: Well, that maybe that's why they're all looking at, you know, saying, oh, well, yeah, I'd be totally up for a movie, <laughs> you know? But... You know we're just two episodes in, so help me if I just figured out the way they're ending it, I'm really gonna be pissed.
1: Uh, I honestly don't know. I do know that this link between God and Sam is gonna be bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, it totally is. It's yeah. I mean, even just um, yeah, uh,
1: that compilation clip that they put together for this Mm, year. Yeah, the trailer. Yeah, with. That the Mm -hmm. FX team did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm already like,
0: oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, it's like, oh. And and what's worse, what's worse is the clip where it shows Dean pulling the colt on somebody. Yeah. So what would even be worse is if Sam, worse than if Sam died and Dean couldn't save him is if Dean had to kill Sam.
1: Well, I don't imagine we're that far ahead yet they're only on episode eight. Right. (laughs) But if I I just, I have bad feelings. I have bad feelings. I have bad, bad,
0: bad, bad. bad. Yeah. You know, I hate to sound like um, a character in a Star Wars Wars movie, but I got a bad feeling about this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm excited. They're writing smart for once. And I'm so glad that the boys were in on the actual. Yep specifics of everything this year because it's really showing as much as people are not exi- excited. I think that the slow build is exactly what we need to put all of our little ducks in a row. Cause you know, some people are like ghosts, ghosts are going to be our big thing. And I'm like, that's just, this is just phase one, you know, <laughs> it's just going to get so much worse as we mm-hmm. go.
0: Well, the, and and of course the, the, the word they used was underwhelmed, not, Uh, not excited. You know they're underwhelmed. Um, but I'm like you, like you said, a slow build is gonna make that boom at the end. You know, this is foreplay, man. You know I've said, you know
1: I say this well too many times. They have started awesome, yeah, and they fizzled at episode nine. I don't want that. I want them to like build up, right? Make the story tight and amazing and a. Holy shit! And yes. then kill us in yes. the last five
0: episodes. Yes, the the last few seasons, it's been shot the wad way too early. Yes, you know, like after yeah. after the mid season, it's like, Bzz. right. Um, and you know, <laughs> I'm like you. I want them to be the slow build, the foreplay. Give me the foreplay, and then yes. in the last five episodes you know, smack my ass and pull my hair and make me want a cigarette later. You know, <laughs> I, that that's the way, yeah, I'm I'm all for it because... The, if I am not a snotty mess by the end of this series, I'm going to be so mad. I know, I know. I want them to kick my I want ass. the pain. Give me the pain. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, we've had 14 seasons of it. If they don't give it to us now, you know, it's like... What the fuck were you doing for fourteen years? If you're not gonna do it now. No, um, they're not
1: allowed to throw any softballs. Just just kill me.
0: Yeah. Just do it. Yeah.
1: No <laughs> one's ever no one's gonna be truly happy with ending just because it's ending. No one is ever gonna be happy.
0: No. No.
1: So give us a goddamn
0: killer story and fuck the fans. Give us that home run, knock it out of the park. You know? Give Yeah, yeah that's that no fan service. Just give us a freaking killer story. That's <laughs> yeah. all I want. Yeah, yeah. And and so far they're doing that.
1: You know, I am. I mean- I'm enjoying every like every episode. I am not even I, like and, if and- you look into the comments, and it's like a hundred a hundred comments when we're doing a watch party. When last season there was like three hundred and sixty five per episode before the end of the uh, actual episode pivoted. Yeah. We can't look away.
0: Yeah, I can't do I can't do the watch party, or normally I probably could now. Uh but but <laughs> I can't because I can't look away. So yeah. before it was because I couldn't keep up. Now <laughs> it's because I can't look away. So which is amazing. That's not yeah. new. And they're and giving they, and us
1: and they brought all the good people that are doing this stuff. I mean Buck Lemming actually did a good job, and they didn't kill Kevin. Which, whoa! Imagine, yeah,
0: yeah because you know I was prepared to go. They killed Kevin, you <laughs> bastard! <laughs> um, you know I was prepared for that, you know, but that thank God that didn't happen. I was, I want you to know, I was when dude had him and was electrocuting him or devouring him or whatever. I was totally screaming, and I was like, right? you bastard! You know, like they shot Kenny, you know they, they <laughs> killed Kevin, you bastard,
1: um, but that but, thing, I don't know that little thing that Roe has, I'm like
0: that's gonna be a weapon leader, yeah, that's pretty kick ass um that and and this is something else too that maybe you know the people that are underwhelmed maybe just maybe they're not realizing that. In this slow build, they're giving us information we need for later.
1: And I think they're okay with that. I think what they're not okay with is that it's not the boys-centric. That it's... Right. They want it to be Sam and Dean only, and that's the entire story. And it hasn't been just Sam and Dean, the entire story, for a long time. hmm And yeah. it's always been more than just the boys.
0: mm and Yeah, and... and- because they made their own family, and that's that's you know, yeah. Anyway, um, so I would also like to talk about a couple of uh, Twitter accounts that I followed today, and I'm 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 <laughs> so sad that I'm only just finding them. Um, but there's out of context supernatural. It's they're at zero context S P N, and they post pic- they post pictures. With actual lines from the show, but taken out of context, it's just funny, you know. So (laughs) you you should follow them on Twitter. Also, uh, there's one called, and it's done by the same person that does the other one. It's called Swear Natural, and it's at Swear Natural. And they take they take actual lines of the show and they put in they put in the curse words. Yeah. You know, so and case in point is the very first one that pops up when you when I go to their account, it's uh, from last week where Sam shot Castiel with the with the rock salt, and he said, "You shot me." Well, this is him saying, "You fucking shot me," so, and the look <laughs> on his face is just great. <laughs> so anyway, it's just and and the funny thing about it is somewhere in here, uh, because the account retweeted it. And I don't remember exactly what she said, but Kim Rhodes, somebody brought that to Kim's attention. And Kim Rhodes was like, I just want it on record. You know, I didn't. That's not me. I'm not the one doing that. Which so, is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's hard you know, to believe it's not Kim, given the language. <laughs> but anyway. You
1: know what I did like that Rowena is now becoming like Crowley with her her uh, first on the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Her little sly comments. Can't you do anything without
0: me? <laughs> I I would almost pay money for her to show up and say, hello, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I but you know what? Catch so. said, hello, lads. Uh, and I was like. <laughs> With his big old gun. I'm telling you, if Crowley doesn't show up by the end of this, I will no, be no, very I think he probably will at the very end. I yeah. bet she's gonna. Yeah, I hope so. Um. And, you know, we talked about that last week, but anyway, so next week, episode three is called The Rupture, so I'm guessing the uh, hole that dude made for Kevin uh, became a rupture and everybody's going to get out. But anyway, yeah, uh, it says Dean yeah. and Sam together with Rowena worked tirelessly to keep all of hell from breaking loose. Uh, it's written by Bobo Barons. Yeah, mm, Bobo Barron. Uh, and, and, and it's our French mistake, dude. Yeah, Charles Beeson is directing The Rupture. And like you said, uh, he was uh, the director on The French Mistake, um, which is one of our favorite. A lot of years. Yeah, that's one of our favorite episodes. So uh, anyway, we're excited. And, uh, Char-
1: was it Hayden? Hayden? What's his name? Hayden Jones? Hayden? Um, uh,
0: catch. Oh, David Hayden Jones. Yeah. I Uh, love him.
1: Tomorrow he'll
0: be on. (laughs) He's going to be in one of the Christmas movies that (laughs) already started. Well, I love him, though. I love David Hayden Jones. And I think he's kind of hot. I mean, he's hot. He
1: is. He's super cute. Yeah, he is. So, yeah, that's going to be sweet. And guess who's been talking to our lovely Mr. Kripke? Our boys. I'm hoping they're going to be on the boys next year. Oh, really?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. And see, I I have not watched the boys. I watched one episode of it, and I I was just like, nie, nie, it's nope. it's rough. It's yeah. rough. But it's a it. But it gets so good, so worth a Watch. Well, I'm gonna be completely honest, and I don't care if people throw rocks. Okay, but what I'm watching right now, for I don't know. Maybe I, I hate to say the millionth time because I don't think I've ever watched it all the way through because I the, I watched it when it was on television and I missed episodes and so forth back then. I'm watching Battlestar Galactica, the OG or no, the new one, the new one, and I'm up to I'm I'm like almost to the end of season two, so yeah.
1: I just watched American Horror Story. Season three, the Coven.
0: Hmm. I've got another was, friend that watches that.
1: It was rough. That's. It was good, super good. But whoa, I'm like, how'd they get this on television? <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Well, it was on cable. <laughs> yeah, but still, Woo! <laughs> well, <laughs> was, and but uh, it was really good. I, it was it was really good. I, I enjoyed it muchly.
0: Well. Um, I, I may have to watch the boys and catch up if our boys are going to be on it. But, uh, next week, um, there <laughs> is somebody that is in it called, named Nevin Burkholder. And he's playing somebody named Malphian. So. He's playing what? He's playing a character named Malphian. Oh. Um, is that another demon? I don't know. Uh, But Nevin Burkholder uh, is known for his work on Deadly Class Um, (laughs) and uh, Love You to Death and Always Be My Maybe. Those are things that he's from. Um, And I will tell you uh, the name of the character again, so you can look it up if you want. Malfayan, M-A-L-F-A-Y-A-N. And you're quicker on the Googling than me, so we can find out... If that's a demon or a wood. Because if you know, because I I would like to know. Um, I would like to do our due diligence this time. Um, <laughs> no, it see. just comes
1: up with uh it comes up, it's a it's a Hebrew it looks like it's a Hebrew name. But um No, it's just uh, just for t- supernatural. Huh.
0: Okay. Well then yeah,
1: at least on a regular Google search. All
0: right, then. At least we've done it. We've looked it up. We don't have to worry about. Um, <laughs> we don't have to worry about coming up later and being like, "Oh, we should have looked that up." <laughs> um, <laughs> like we did with Belphegar. At least with Belphegar, our excuse was we didn't know what he was saying. <laughs> and if you looked up, if you looked up Alex. Cal, you know, Calvert, to see what he played. He played Jack, it said, in the episode, not the demon Yeah, name. they didn't even give him the... Yeah, so it's like, okay, come on, y'all. Make it easier for us to look shit up, okay? <laughs> Next time, I would like very much for them to announce the demon's name and spell it for us, please, so oh, that we right. can please look it us. up.
1: <laughs>
0: come on, IMDB. Yeah, we want to be able to look that shit up. So anyway, I guess it's about that time. Um, I think we've discussed everything except, uh, you know, how much we're loving this so far. Um, I do. I think they're just
1: going to kill us. I just That's it. And I think that they're slowly ramping it up, which I appreciate as a writer. Maybe yeah. not everybody's going to appreciate that. But as well, a writer, I love that they're giving us little pieces. They're giving us little breadcrumbs. And then...
0: You know, they're not treating us like idiots, just, like I, we
1: have to have a hammer to the head. A trail to follow.
0: Yeah, they're giving yeah. us that. And and I'm going to spend this weekend, now that I actually <laughs> have some time, because I was under a deadline working on that book, uh, I'm going to watch uh, the first two episodes again this weekend, just so I can make sure I didn't miss anything uh, in time for episode three coming up next week. So I may have some more Things that I want to throw out there about the first two episodes uh, when we do the podcast next week. So we'll see. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, in the meantime, peace out, bitches. Bye. Good night, Jerk. Good night, bitch.